about basic needs. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today we have a special guest. My mom, Lisa Lewis, is joining us on the podcast today. But before we get into today's topic, I want to read a listener review. This one is from Madeline B. And she wrote, I started listening less than a week ago and I am in love. It seriously has been a game changer. She explains things so well and is so fun to listen to. Thank you so much for all your amazing advice. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you, Madeline, so much for that review. So today we are talking about basic needs. Right, Mom, so would you mind telling us all a little bit about what are basic needs? Um, sure. So just by way of, I guess, kind of clarifying what I do, I'm a mental health therapist, and I actually work with a lot of teens. And so when I have teens come into my office, I talk with them about basic needs. Specifically, I start with the physical needs. Um, that would look like our need for food. Like, are we, are we sufficiently fueling our bodies? Are we getting enough water? Our bodies are made up of, I don't know if it's like 60 to 70% water. And so in order for our body to function properly, we have to have enough water. I talk with them about exercise and also sleep. And maybe we're going to get into the specifics of those later, but those are the, the basic needs that I go over with people and also just basic health needs. And those basic health needs, that might look like, you know, making sure you go to the doctor for regular checkups, or if you take medications, making sure you stay on top of that. That's some basic physical needs that we have. And I always start with those things. Yeah. So the, the next question I have for you, I almost feel like in a way is you almost already answered it, which is why is taking care of basic physical needs important, which is just like taking care of your body, right? Like your body is, it's your house that you spend all of your time in every single yeah, day, you know? for sure. For sure. And the reason I start with these basic physical needs, so the clients that I see that come in, um, sometimes they're dealing with anxiety, sometimes they're dealing with depression, or there's trauma-related issues, or, you know, other types of issues. But before we can start working on some of those things, if they're not even meeting these basic physical needs, again, their food, water, exercise, sleep, um, and taking care of your health, if those needs aren't being met, it's going to be a really it's going to be really hard to start working on taking care of emotions or being able to work on your thoughts. If you if you're not even getting enough sleep, say you're like getting two or three hours of sleep a night, you are clearly not going to be able to think about your thoughts and emotions would probably might be a little bit all over the place because you need, you have that need for sleep. Yeah. I know that definitely I do not think as straight when I have not gone enough uh -huh. sleep. <laughs> Same with me. And you know that about me. Yep. <laughs> so it all seems like a lot of us have no, like, okay, eating healthy is important, exercising, making sure you sleep. Like logically that's something I think most of us have been taught from a very young age. So why do you think it's something that you see so many people neglecting? I think the reason people neglect it is that very reason because it's those easy basic things that we like kind of instinctively know we need to take care of, but it's easy to let them go. So, you know, with you all being teens, you, you're in school and sometimes you have a lot of stressors. You might be in sports or do other extracurriculars and you also have school and you have homework. 
And at nighttime, you may find that you come home and you just want to grab something really quick to eat and you don't want to take time to get something that's really going to fuel your body. And then you think, oh, I've got all this homework and so I'm just going to stay all, you know, stay up all night. I'm going to pull an all-nighter or I'm just going to get a little bit of sleep tonight. And so we allow ourselves to kind of drain our physical body to take care of other things. But yet when we miss that and we miss taking care of our physical body, then we really aren't doing a great job at trying to take care of other things because we can't function as well. Yeah. Or even like I could see especially just sometimes because it is also simple, it can be kind of boring sometimes Mm -hmm. to us. Like I think brushing your teeth is one of those basic things to take care of your body or like flossing. Yes. It's also, I really hate brushing my teeth at night and I think it's super boring and I would way rather just go get right to bed (laughs) or keep watching TV or whatever it is. Yes. And I think that's kind of sometimes what might happen too is even if we're not necessarily stressed, but we want to be able to spend some time on our phone or watching TV or hanging out with friends and those things just feel more interesting and exciting and compelling than like, I need to make sure I go get some sleep right now. Totally. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, like especially on the weekends, maybe that's a time where you really want to hang out with friends or you want to be online with friends. And so sleep could easily be neglected for fun at times too. Yeah. I think like kind of part of the way we overcome that is probably – it's just by like thinking about your future. Like maybe immediately right now you would way rather watch another Netflix show but thinking about your future self like the next day and how good you're going to feel in the morning if you get to bed at a decent hour and how grateful you will be for having had that discipline the night before. And that's one thing that always kind of helps me if I'm ever dragging my feet about something is like maybe right now in the moment it's not as gratifying to take care of this basic need. But I know tomorrow or next week or in a year from now I'm going to be so grateful that I did do that. Totally. And I think that you can also meet both needs. Say you do have a need for fun. That's a legitimate need we have is to have fun and to connect and we need sleep. So, you know, just being aware of that and like, okay, I'm going to spend this time, this much time with friends. And like you said, and then I'm going to make sure I get to bed by this time so that I can take care of both of those needs. Totally. Mm -hmm. So how do you help your clients with making sure that they meet their basic physical needs? I have to talk through it with them and I I literally will sit down and I show them a list of needs and I start with the physical needs and I say, how are you doing with fueling your body? And I've had clients at times say, well, I eat maybe one meal a day or they might say, I maybe get a couple snacks a day and I say, okay, how are you know, and I know that this client's not having energy and I said, okay that's going to impact how much energy you have because your body literally does not have enough gas to make it go. That's the analogy I like to use is putting gas in the car. And so let's work on that. And I kind of sit down with them and say, okay, let's see if we can get two meals in a day. What time would you be more likely to eat those two meals? And they think about it and they say, okay, I feel like I could do this and I could do this. And then I set, I, I set a goal with them and we follow back up the next week to see if they met that goal. Maybe it's sleep. We talk through maybe some of the obstacles that they're having in meeting their need for sleep and see how we can make adjustments. Maybe they're spending too much time on their phone in the evening. And so we'll talk about, okay, let's shut the phone off at this time and then let's get into bed at this time. And so we make very concrete goals about how to meet those basic needs. Yeah, I think that's super helpful to kind of have someone that you're, like, accountable to, right? Yes, it is. Yes. 
So for listeners that don't have the privilege of getting to work with you, <laughs> how can they start making sure if they find themselves that like, yeah, they are kind of neglecting sleep or they're not really eating and they are realizing I'm lacking energy or feeling really tired or kind of grumpy or whatever it is, what can they do personally to make sure that they start shifting to meeting those needs? Okay, that's a good question. I think first is just an awareness and asking yourself those questions. Am I getting enough food to fuel my body? Am I drinking enough water? What you know, How much sleep am I getting? Am I tired all the time? Am I getting out and exercising? Am I moving my body? And if you notice that you're lacking in some of those areas, maybe you could write down where you want to improve. And then I'd really encourage you to have kind of like an action partner, someone you're accountable to. If you're comfortable and you have that kind of relationship, you could talk to your parents about it and say, hey, I'm noticing that I'm not doing well with some of these things and I want to set some goals. Can I check in with you once a week and let you know how I'm doing? Or maybe it's your best friend or maybe it's a grandma or someone that you feel very comfortable with in discussing this this subject and seeing if they'll help you and so you can be accountable to them and working on those goals of improving yeah physical needs and if you don't have someone that you feel like you can go to for that accountability it could even be just having a journal where you keep record of like here's what i ate today here's how many hours i slept here was my mood Here's how much energy I felt like I had and just like logging that every day. Of, mm-hmm. And and then that way you can kind of create more awareness for yourself and kind of hold yourself accountable because you have this written record for yourself of yeah. it. I think that's a great idea as well. So once they've kind of tackled and made sure like emotion or like basic needs are being met, would you mind talking about how that kind of connects over to the emotional side of it? Yeah, for sure. So I I do talk about needs a lot in my office and being able to identify needs that people have. I mean, in addition to these physical needs, we have other needs like needs to connect. Maybe it's spiritual needs. Maybe it's needs to accomplish things. Uh, There's all kinds of different needs that we have. And I also talk about when I start talking about emotions, I help them in being able to understand that when we feel certain emotions, that that's an indicator that we have a need. So for example, maybe there's somebody that's feeling lonely and when they notice, okay, I'm feeling lonely right now, what is it that I need? There's a need behind that feeling of loneliness. Well, I need to give my friend a call or I need to go out and meet with some friends at the local restaurant. Or maybe it's even a need to connect with yourself. Maybe you're feeling lonely and it's because you, maybe you're needing connection with other people And maybe you're totally disconnected from yourself and being able to notice, hey, what do I need right now? What would be something that would be really fun for me to do with myself? And maybe it's, I want to sit down and read a good book, or I would love to take a bubble bath, or I really would love to go take a walk right now and just spend that time with myself. So connection can be with other people and connection can be with ourselves. And so the point is we, when we experience emotions, being able to notice one what it is, so name it, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling frustrated, and as you allow for that emotion, also saying what do I need right now, and working on meeting that need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think emotionals are a very good signal to us of like, hey, turn inward, notice what are all the thoughts going on in your head, like just being able to name what the emotion is and practice feeling it, like I've done a podcast on that called Emotions. 
But then being able to recognize, like, okay, this is a signal of maybe I am missing something. What do I want to do about it? What do I want to go create or connect? Or um, how do I want to respond to this emotion? Yeah. I think if you can think of the analogy, again, of filling the car with your gas tank in your car, that our bodies and our other, you know, emotional needs, mental health needs, we are constantly trying to fill it up with gas. And so if you kind of can think of that, like I'm on empty right now, what is it I need? And then fill it up with whatever it is you're needing. Yeah. Do you have any last pieces of advice that you would give to our listeners? Um, I, I think the last piece of advice that I would offer is being able to have some compassion for yourself when oftentimes when we aren't meeting our needs, maybe we're stretching ourselves too thin and that's why we need to take care of our needs because we're not doing it. And just being able to have compassion and say, you know what, it's okay to take care of myself. I think that sometimes there's this idea that when we take care of ourselves that maybe we're being selfish and I completely disagree. When you have basic needs and you are taking care of them, that is one of the most loving and kind things that you can do for yourself. So just have that awareness of being compassionate for yourself. Yeah. Once you take care of your needs, then you're able to be more of the person you want to be in the world and um, and then go serve other people too, right? For sure. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks,